Welcome to Agency Nation Radio, powered by the Big Eye and Trusted Choice. I'm Peter Van Artrike, your guest host. And with me today is Bill Wise, Chubb's Executive Vice President and Head of Cyber in North America. Welcome, Bill. Thanks, Peter. Happy to be here. Yeah, and we're going to talk about cyber today, uh, cyber risk, uh, specifically catastrophic cyber risk, Bill. But uh, I wanted to let readers know that that you guys have a, uh, a very well done white paper on your website, chubb.com on this topic that uh, we'll explore a little bit, but it just seems like this topic, and maybe in the old days with employment practice liability and b- before that with, with pollution, there's these things that emerge in society that the insurance industry tries very hard to get their arms around it. And I know you're in the middle of this battle to understand what's out there and, and how best insurance carriers can respond and, and manage this for uh, corporations. And Bill, the cyber attacks are hitting many organizations. What advice can you share for companies to be prepared for this? Yeah, I think it's important to note that you know the cyber market grown rapidly over the last several years, and the threat landscape has changed just as quickly. Cyber is much different today than it was five, three, or even a year ago due to exposure changes, which certainly makes it unique compared to other lines of business. You know, we continue to see a substantial increase in, in loss costs, particularly around ransomware, business email compromise, which are really driving frequency and severity. In terms of your pieces of advice to ensure that companies are best prepared, first and foremost, being prepared is critical to protecting their data, systems, and applications. Certainly start by understanding the specific exposures you face through the lens of a cyber event, which is much different than other organizational exposures. It's also important to have a plan and test it. The plan should include all key stakeholders and inventory of the types of possible security incidents and inventory assets at risk. More specifically, Peter, from from a technology best practices standpoint, We continue to see a heightened focus on multi-factor authentication, endpoint protection, password management, and strong patch management systems. Yeah, Bill, I know that multi-factor authentication, MFA, is a growing issue in the insurance industry, and insurance carriers are rolling that out to, to their agents, and we're hearing more and more about that. There are some events, I know you're focused on this, as is the white paper, that are that are more on the catastrophic side. Can you put on, check your crystal ball and, and put on your wizard's hat and foresee a big event like this and what would happen to the economy? Yeah, I'll just start by saying you know, catastrophic cyber risk is challenging to predict for a couple of reasons. You know, cyber events, specifically those that are malicious, um, involve a human element with different motivations and capabilities. So amongst, it makes it much harder to predict the frequency or severity of a catastrophic cyber event. You know, additionally, and we, and we talk about this in the, in the white paper, you know, catastrophic cyber is not bound by geography or time. So there's no warning of an event occurring, and you're never completely sure that the event has actually concluded. I think it's important to note that you know systemic cyber incidents are already here, but many in our marketplace are focused on the fact you know, that none of these events have resulted in actual catastrophic losses to the insurance industry. Well, we've been fortunate that the vulnerable software wasn't more widely used or some individual actions helped mitigate the exploit. The primary reason these events didn't become destructive is because the bad actors were motivated more by espionage than actual destruction. Um, it's also important to note that as we stand here today, the full financial impact in some cases still has not been realized in these events. Like say, for example, the most recent Log4j vulnerability. You know, ultimately, we'll continue to have this exposure. We operate in an environment where there's hundreds of technology providers 
with large customer bases, some in the hundreds of thousands, which is a significant amount of entry points for bad actors to cause a catastrophic event. You know, it's just one more thing the insurance industry has to deal with. If natural catastrophes aren't enough, we have these man-made catastrophes. Uh, what's your take on the insurance carrier's ability to absorb these losses and what can they do to alleviate these challenges faced these catastrophic cyber events? Yeah, as I noted earlier, you know, a systemic cyber event having no time or geography boundaries, coupled with the network interconnectivity that exists in most businesses today, places a significant risk on single points of failure within our current technology infrastructure. In terms of what we can do now, Peter, I think as an industry, we have to continue to focus on recognizing security best practices, some of them we already discussed, and encourage adoption of these practices through information sharing with our clients, as well as preferred underwriting. I think most importantly, we have to reimagine the cyber insurance product to specifically delineate coverage between attritional and systemic events. I think only then can we truly have a full understanding of its exposure and just as important, have a straightforward mechanism to manage that exposure. I think you alluded to this already, but do the core cyber coverages need to be separated by carriers from the catastrophic coverages? You know, it starts with insurers quantifying and transparently managing the level of risk you're taking with regards to systemic, right? As noted before, there's significant cyber limit exposure for events with no geographic or time boundaries. As a result, you have no ability to diversify systemic cyber risk like you do, say, in traditional property insurance. So a different approach is certainly needed. That approach, coincidentally enough, is to take a page from the property insurance playbook, right? The concept is to provide broad coverage for events that impact a relatively small number of firms and then provide coverage for widespread events with a separate set of terms specific to those systemic exposures. In each case, the widespread event coverage is transparently underwritten, priced, and monitored separately, similar to how property insurance covers flood and earthquakes. These concepts are familiar to buyers, and they are scalable for small, medium, and large-sized clients. I guess over the years, the insurance industry has done a great job of helping clients prevent losses in the first place. Can you talk about some of these response readiness assessments, security performance benchmarking, network vulnerability testing, and common attack simulations, yeah. things like that? You know, one tool in particular is our cyber claim index, which provides you know, real-time access to our proprietary claims data, giving you insight into current cyber threats and how you can protect your company against them. In addition, every shop policy comes with tools and services that help a company prepare for and quickly respond to disruptive cyber events, including known software vulnerabilities, as well as MFA implementation. You know, one service in particular is our Chubb Cyber Vulnerability Alert System. You know, even the most highly rigorously tested software application can include coding errors or defects. These bugs, if you will, can slow performance, cause systems to crash, and even introduce vulnerabilities into the software, which cyber criminals can then exploit to gain unauthorized access to your network. You know, regardless of the severity, bugs can be detrimental for your organization, leading to business downtime that impacts your bottom line. Although most vulnerabilities can be fixed by applying patches released by the developers, it can be very difficult for a variety of reasons, for organizations to stay informed about the latest releases and keep their systems up to date. That is one of the benefits of the Chubb Cyber Vulnerability Alert System. So, Bill, last question. I, I may be, again, predicting as you look out into 2022, what are some of your key takeaways for cyber insurance carriers as well as their clients? Yeah, I think the key takeaway for, for me is you know the exposure environment around cyber continues to evolve, right? And it's essential that the cyber insurance marketplace structure coverage 
services and information and deliver to our end users so they can respond effectively. Again, Bill, that's excellent white paper at the chub.com site. I want to thank you for being with us today. And thanks again to our listeners for attending this edition of Agency Nation Radio, powered by the big eye and trusted choice. Thanks. Take care, everybody, and be safe. Thank you. 